Okay. It's like a little cheaper than Netflix or maybe comparable. Because Netflix. Netflix just went up. Again? Yeah, they're fifteen ninety nine, I think, now for the basic. <sighs> you know what? The boys are back in town. Uh, copyright. The boys are back. The boys are back. Also copyright. Well, we'll see. Um, also, um, Picard. That's another Star Trek. You've already said that. <laughs> oh, um, Con. 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 Um, <coughs> I'm more uh, of the a one Seth. Nope, Seth Green doesn't play. That. I was thinking of Mass Effect, where he plays Joker. Um, I'm more of a Ricardo Montalban fan for I Data. You haven't said Bones. The Hollow Deck. Is Bones a person? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a He's TV doctor, show with right? David Boreas. No, uh, Doctor McCoy had it first. Kirk Watson. No, that's, that's a, a representative Texas senator. senator. Welcome to Guilty Treasures. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Trek Talk. Where are you uh, talking about Star Trek? Where it's just... It's, I will answer all of your Star Trek questions. It's Fight Trek, because James is trying to name characters from Star Trek. Sure. Fight Trek. Um, who was the first one to be on the first Starfleet? Who was the first one to be in the first Starfleet? Well, Starfleet was created before 2151. We know that. Obviously. So canonically, it's, it's going to fall somewhere in between 2063 and mm -hmm. 2151 because that's, that's when the coming up. starts. Yeah, uh, on April 5th, it's actually First Contact Day. Oh, uh, this April 5th. So that will be the next episode. Yeah, our next episode will release on First Contact Day. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wait. Uh, well, we we've uh, oh next episode, not this one. Yeah. Next episode no. okay. or next taping. Next episode. Next episode. Next episode. Okay. Uh, Next episode's so gonna, gonna be great, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. This episode is our final episode for Millennial March. Yeah, that's what? right. Sad day. And what did we watch, Kenny? Uh, you tap. This is your guilty treasure. Yeah. I know. As you might hear, it's just us three boys here in the studio. Today. I thought you wanted to recap a Millennial March. Yeah. Do you want to recap let's, Millennial March? Let's recap Millennial March. Well, Millennial March has. Has uh, we learned some stuff in Millennial March? What do we learn? Uh, Y two K was the worst thing that happened <laughs> to America. Fact. We have yet to recover. Um, My computer's still trying to kill me. Vincent D'Onofrio sure. does not look good with long hair. Uh, horses, we that. horses can be split up and, and still stay living. alive. Uh, uh, if you just watched four movies uh, that are from the two thousands. Uh, you would think that Jeff Bridges was just plentifully abound <laughs> in, in the 2000s <laughs> if you've only been watching movies uh, along with us. What do we start off with again? Mass uh, Anonymous? Who we are. Oh. Well, oh. We, we didn't. Hi, I'm James Fight. Okay. Uh, owner and operator of Flat Films. Great. I'm Aaron Salinas, editor, um, all-around cool cat. And uh, background photographer for flatfilms.com. Yeah. No. The dot com is real. Oh, it, it is. The Wolf Dane. Uh, I'm Kenny Madsen. Uh, human soundboard. Sure. Yeah. Until, until we get one. Until we get uh, one. I can't wait <laughs> until we get one. To recap us, Kenny. To recap, uh, we started us off with uh, Jeremy Moran introducing us to Larry Charles and Bob Dylan's Masked than Anonymous. Man, what a start. We still haven't strong. watched it yet. What I think you should definitely watch it. It's worth a watch. We both watched it. You should watch it. Yeah, you know what I was thinking? I know. Sure. You know how I've been calling um, John Goodman America's Sweetheart? He is. Yeah. We should make shirts um, similar to the Chive shirt with Bill Murray, mm -hmm. but with John Goodman as Uncle Sweetheart. This sounds like a marketing thing that we should talk about off the podcast. Yeah, well, I know. No, but let's keep all shop talk. Yeah. This is what people are listening to. And it I mean, says America's right. Sweetheart, and it's Uncle Sweetheart with John Goodman. Oh, jeez. Jeremy would buy several of those shirts. I would buy. Would. I, uh, I would. Every, for everyone you wear and buy, just know I probably wore it before you got it because I'm just – I love John Goodman. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah the, go to flatfilms.com for the shop. I hate uh, this bit. 
<laughs> it's a great bit. Uh, the next week we watched Joseph Kaczynski's Tron Legacy, the follow-up to the film Tron. I was in with LA. Great guest Alan Smith. Uh, you sh- did you watch that movie? I've seen it before, yeah. But did with you Olivia watch the Wilde. movie for the podcast? No. I was in LA. All right, that's over too. Uh, <laughs> last week we watched Tarsten Singh's The Cell. I watched that one. Boom. Well, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> and this week, James. Hello. Uh, you you brought a guilty treasure for us to discuss here yeah, today. I did. I did. It, it is accepted. The 2006 film with Justin Long and Blake Lively. So weird, it's 2006. Directed right? by Steve Pink, produced by Tom Shadiak. Who wrote this? I want to know really quick. Adam Cooper, Bill Collage, mm-hmm. and Mark Perez. Okay, because this has... First off, I want to say, upon rewatching this, I forgot Lewis Black was in it. And also I forgot... Well, I didn't know this at the time, but I know now. Lewis Black wasn't acting. He was just being Lewis Black. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, he, he, he wasn't acting. He was just well, bef- being himself. Before we get too far into it, James, sure. since you're in the hot seat, uh, yep. uh, for those of them that haven't seen Accepted, can you give a brief synopsis of what the film is? Sure. And what to expect for the rest of the podcast? Yep. So, Justin Long is uh, classified in high school as a slacker, as a goof-off. Hold on. Yep. What is Justin Long's name? Uh, Bartleby... I forget his last name. It starts with a G. Jones? Gaines. 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 Thank oh. you. Bartleby G- uh, Gaines uh, is, I almost said Jones. Bartleby Gaines. Because it makes, it flows well it, off it the does. tongue. It a does. A name so memorable that you forgot it halfway through. <laughs> Listen, <Sure>. I don't. <laughs> anyway, I'm doing great. I didn't break rule three. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you just goaltend yourself? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bartleby is your classic uh, quote unquote slacker because it opens up with just uh, just this is for a character uh, I'll go more into the plot um, uh, he he's making fake IDs for his friends sure. so they can all buy beer so that's the ki- type of character he is mm-hmm. um, and his parents really want him to go to college but he hasn't been accepted into anywhere he said the name of the movie Yep, that's me. Boom, did it. Uh, so, out of desperation, he creates a fake college acceptance letter to appease mostly his father. Uh, and it ends up being that he has to create this whole fake college in order to keep this lie alive. Mm-hmm. And that is my version of the synopsis. And I yeah, want to say it. this is post-dodgeball. No, this pre- is pre-dodgeball. It's pre-Dodgeball? It's pre-Dodgeball. No. Yeah. Dodgeball came out in like 2008. No. 2000. This is, Dodgeball was early into the millennium. Oh, uh, about really? to look it up? I'm going to say. 2002? 2004. Oh, I want. I'm going to, well, I'm guessing. Here okay. we go. Uh, that sounds yeah! right. 2004? Yeah. yeah. 2004, right. Yeah, as but soon as you said it, yeah. Was uh, it post um, Herbie Fully Loaded? What? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, he, he was in. He was? He was Oh, was in, he the. He was the hot hunk? Yeah, 2005 was Herbie Fully So this was was right before Herbie. Oh, snap. I mean, this was right after. Right after, yeah. So he's he's kind of a name. I love Justin Long. He's great. He's great. I don't know what happened to him. Justin, He's he's doing a lot of independent stuff. Yeah. He was in Husk, wasn't he? Watching this movie. Tusk. Because he's usually coded as some dork or dweeb. Yeah. But in this movie, he's a... Matthew Broderick type of Ferris Bueller like character. Yeah, yeah. And he's he very charismatic. It, he Chari- pulls it off. Yeah. Charismatic. Charismatic. No, charismatic. Right. <laughs> charismatic. Charismatic. He pulls it off with such aplomb, and I'm just wondering how he got pigeonholed uh, into playing a nerd, probably helped by the Mac commercials. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot he was in those. Uh, yeah. But he was like the cool millennial nerd. That's true. He cool was like the first dweeb. hipster. No. Yes. No. I think no. he was Hollywood's first take at a millennial, like projecting a millennial. Oh. Uh, even yeah. though he, he's 40. Yeah. He's 40? Yeah. He's, he's, got, he's baby face of all baby face because mm, it's not like he's long. chubby where he can rely on that, you know, the youthful lines of it. It's just. How old was he in Accepted? Was he 30? So he's 41, he was probably 13. 26 or 27. Okay, so he's my Because this movie was released in 2006. This movie was 
didn't didn't blow up the charts, but also comedies at the time were not outrageously successful. Uh, on a budget of twenty three million dollars, this movie uh, grossed thirty six million dollars domestically. Okay, foreign two million dollars. They made the money okay. back. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, and this film fine. was also not critically well received. No, uh, as well. But it's still good. Which is why we're talking about it today. Yeah, Chains, I'm on your side. Kenny is good. Oh, okay. and it honestly Jeans. launched. I mean, I can't, and I can't really think for Justin Long. He didn't have a ton of stuff going after this, but I mean, Jonah Hill. This is pre-Superbad. Yeah, so, that's what I was thinking of. Okay, yeah, yeah. This I was is pre-Superbad. So I mean, he was already running with the Apatow crew. I know that. Yeah, it's Jonah it's, Hill. Yeah, sure. Uh, and the Apatow crew had yet to be codified. Yeah, really by this point, which is really interesting because Jonah Hill blows up after this because he's in three Apatow movies uh, super, in 2007. Super bad. Knocked up, super bad, and walk hard. He is in uh, – okay, I didn't realize he was in Knocked Up too. Uh, yeah, in Knocked Up, he plays the character of Jonah. Sure. Hill? Probably. Just Jonah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Jonah, pick uh, – what What do you want your character's name to be? Uh, how about Jonah? Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Uh, Apatow may be many things, but I'm not entirely sure that uh, he's been described as – just kind of ran out. I actually really like Apatow. I got yeah. nothing. Yeah, I, I like Apatow. But like you said, I mean, 2006, he was not because I, I feel no. like, like when you've made it as a director, I don't, I can tell your movie just by watching the trailer mm-hmm. and they haven't said your name. Like I can see, I can see Nancy Myers, Tim Burton, and Jared, Ap- Jed Apatow. Jared Apatow. <laughs> Jared Apatow. Jared, you're great. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, Jonah Hill plays second fiddle. Mm-hmm. Really, I think his biggest role. Outside of maybe I Heart Huckabees, where he's kind of a nothing. And then I in the forgot year- he was in that, too. Yeah. <laughs> and then a 40-year-old virgin, he has a short cameo. Was Forgetting Sarah Marshall before this? Ooh, great question. Because I, he I played the waiter. I think that's 2007. I think that's 2008. Ooh, let's see. To the IMDb. Ooh! Oh, Kenny, Dude, you're crushing me. You're that, crushing me. That was a big year. 2008? Uh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Now that I think about it, for cinema, that was a huge year. Yeah. That was also the Dark, uh, dark Knight Returns. Uh, just Dark Knight, oh, yeah. but that's fine. Dark Knight, dark Knight sorry. Uh, 2008 was big. 2007 was huge. Uh, but we're not here to talk about 2007 in general. Nope. Not here to talk about forgetting Sarah Marshall. Nope. We're talking about accepted. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Justin Long is tremendous in this film. Everyone is, well, yeah, everyone's pretty darn good. I enjoy it. They that. play their parts well. Yeah. This is a fine film. Uh, can, it, I, can I just say this? Yes. This is, like, the most white film. Yeah. Like, with the problems and the stakes and the cast. Well, because <laughs> I, I can't get into college. Yeah. It's like, uh, ooh, man. <laughs> uh, looking at it through my 2019 lens, though, I yeah. as a white male, uh, as a straight white male, uh, I was thinking that there were actually some very rich things to talk about. Oh, yeah. uh, no pun intended. No, I, I, I agree. Uh, which, because this was 2006, there was no interest in political observation through comedy. No, none whatsoever. Uh, but it, it raises issues of the education system in general. Granted, yeah. it takes it with the touch of a PG-13 Animal House because, well, that's kind of what it is, except with more of a blot. Sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not, that's not a. That's no, not I know. I was just thinking. I was like, I you're know. Right. I, I was. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I wasn't trying to dig on you. Oh, I'm making fun of Aaron. Okay, sure. You're fine. Thanks, James. Thanks. I, I was just thinking out loud. Sorry. I was just like, oh, yeah. Animal House. That's not wrong. A movie yeah. not having a plot is not necessarily a bad thing. Well, I hadn't observed it yet just because I like it so much. Listen, we can discuss. Film politics and film theory later. Here that's we're talking. For episode ninety-three. That's right. <laughs> Put that down. Okay. <laughs> it's canon now. Uh, pull up. We're talking about accepted, which I remember something very vividly about this movie, or when it started to release. I remember seeing the trailer in so theaters. Ninety-three. And I was exactly. I think I was thirteen, thirteen or fourteen at the Brag time. About it. Yep. Uh, well. I will, uh, because I remember seeing this trailer, and my first thought was like, "Oh man, it's gonna be R. I can't watch it. It looks really cool." And then at the end, they slap the PG thirteen. I'm like, oh, "I can watch it." 
Uh, in your face, parents. I'm yeah. Gonna <laughs> I'm going to go watch it, Mom and Dad, even though they probably would have taken me to an R movie anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, James. Do you want us to drive you? You're I'm so going to walk. Quit talking. We're in a theater. <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, So I was really excited to see this movie. And when I finally did get to see it, at least, I was like so on board with it because yeah. I relayed with Bartleby a lot, even though I wasn't in high school. Uh and I think this movie informed a lot about my outlook on college. Mm. I think it planted a lot of seeds, like it was supposed to do for the thirteen-year-olds 13 year that were watching it. Because I feel like this movie is very one-sided and very uh, 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 shoving down its, its message down your throat. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Aaron? Yeah, because, I mean, it's... It's a fun comedy, for one. Yeah, I just want to say that. Very, very fun comedy. But, yeah, into the sense – and I, I'm not saying it's anti-college, but it's it's uh. saying, like, stop making college this way. Yeah. 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 And, and so I guess, like, Western American college, anti-Western American college, like, it's – it's, and I think we see that more through Jonah Hill's character. Definitely. That That's where we learn, like, oh, this sucks. Like, this poor guy is just getting through the ringer. Like, he doesn't get to enjoy his college experience. Right. So. <clears throat> I mean, there's that, like, really cool dialogue exchange with uh, Justin Long and Jonah Hill after Jonah Hill just got beat up and tortured by the uh, fraternity yeah. guys. And he, he's like, no, this is the happiest four years of my life, man. Just let me enjoy it. Is it, dude? Like, what, what are you and doing? And that stings. Because, yeah. like, yeah, like, he he's brainwashing himself yeah. into it because he's already got those seeds planted. And I, I think – so what do you mean? Like you were just like from the like from stepping into high school because you saw this in junior high. Yeah. From stepping into high school, you're like, I'm not – fuck college. I don't think – the thing is I don't think I was aware of it because like I – my college experience was very – I mean not similar. All right, movie politics is penciled in. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you, archivist. Um because, like, I started out for your university. I just wanted you sweating and breathing hard. All right. All right. I got it. I was having too much difficulty <laughs> trying to get the spreadsheet to go up to 93. That's fair. That's no, fair. it's not. It's, no, it's literally just clicking some buttons. <coughs> spreadsheet. 2019 not. problem. Sure. But uh, I, I felt very, like, reflecting problem. on my... Uh, high school experience, I felt a lot like Bartleby, except for the like partying and making fake IDs. Sure. Essentially, being well liked by a lot of people, I was very like Popular. fly against the wall. Nope, okay. fly against the wall. Uh, no one really knew me except my friends, sure. and I didn't talk unless I was with my friends. Sure. Um, and I was very at <clears throat> average at a lot of things, and that's like Bartleby's whole thing. It's like he's just average. That's why he didn't get accepted in college. Uh, and I felt the same pressure he did. Because I'm a straight white male, just like Mr. Bartleby. Uh, what's his last name? Gaines. Gaines. Bartleby Gaines. I almost said Garrison. I can't. Uh, Jesus, so it's gonna change this. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> There's our bit. We found it. <laughs> uh, but like, because they're really over the top with it. Like, you have to go to college, and that's how you feel life. That's how you succeed in life. I mean, it's operating with the feeling of a 1980s movie of this ilk, oh yeah very much which so. makes sense because steve pink also directs hot to time machine uh, uh which is a movie where they time travel back into the 80s and is also really funny yes i wonder if it holds up though uh we should check it out sure uh, uh oh well, that would have been a great millennial movie too yeah uh i think that i don't think hot tub time machine counts as a millennial movie i think it came out in the tens i think so too did it really anyway oh, well, it's been 10 years since 2010. Ooh. Good job. Uh, but yeah, I I think it subconsciously programmed me to be anti-college or traditional. Because sure. I went to a four-year college for a, a year, and my parents couldn't afford it anymore. So I had to go to community college. And the four-year, mm-hmm. I was studying film, the thing I want to do. Sure. Um, and then the community college didn't have that. So I couldn't take it anymore. Oh my gosh! Uh, and it was very sad, and uh, very depressed. So I bounced around majors, didn't do well at all until I was like, "Fuck this! I'm just gonna get a job." 
uh, then that's where I found massage. Mm-hmm. And then once I started massage, I was like, oh, right, I can just do this anywhere. You know, move to Austin. And here I am. Uh, yeah. So, like, I have a weird I, – I technically don't have a degree. I just have a massage therapy certificate. So, like, I relate with Bartleby in the sense of I don't have the traditional four-year college. Okay, so I just want to have a question. So did yep. – it paint college in a bad light for you, and I'm just like, I don't want that. I think it painted the stakes of college, because I, what rang true in my head were, were how the parents pressured Bartleby. Okay, and I think that's what stuck with me. It was like, oh, college really is this, but it is possible to break free from it. That's surprising that a movie that is so invisible yeah. now is yeah. so incredibly formative. Yeah, yeah, like that's why I was surprised about rewatching it. It's like, wow. It was really formative for me. This movie is so slight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's funny. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but I think uh, I, if if this movie were made today, well, first off, Justin Long wouldn't be the star. Of being, no, uh, it, it would be, and it would more than likely be talking about serious issues of class, of education yeah, reform, and privilege, and yeah, uh, which this movie just steals the Caddyshack dichotomy of snobs sure. versus slobs, which works. The movie is outrageously formulaic, not necessarily to a bad extent yeah, because it's a fun formula. It uh, moves along in a nice clip mm-hmm. uh, as well. It's a tight hour and 33 minutes. Which was great. Yeah, it really was. I love yeah. it. It was great. You weren't winded by it. You weren't. No. It, it did pace well. And there... It's a funny movie throughout. Yeah, but yeah. There, there's some times where I kind of burst out with laughing. Like it, if it was like there was a lot of ha ha, hoo and then still one of my favorite lines. Mm-hmm. What's his name? The culinary arts guy, Glenn. Glenn is just when he's standing in the background and just goes battle royale. <laughs> still one of my favorite yeah. lines. Yeah, and At I the remember. Party? Yeah, yeah. And he says it twice, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe mm-hmm. three. Yeah. Still. I probably said that so much in junior high and even high school <laughs> that it was just, oh, I loved it so much. Tell me about timing. I, I think my favorite Glenn line was whenever uh, the kitchen explodes. Yep. And Justin Long goes, Glenn, what just happens? And he goes, what? Yeah. <laughs> 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 with his, oh, and then he follows it up with, oh, gosh darn it, what's the darn line? I'm, I'm working with some very unstable herbs. <laughs> And he emphasizes herbs. <laughs> because this movie almost has him being a stoner. Yeah, but not quite. Not quite, because it's a PG-13. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> He's he, just... And his gl- they were Glenwads, right? Is that yeah, what they call Glenwads. them? Oh, Glenwads. Yeah, his wads. His wads. Oh, that's great. I've, I always want to try a Glenwad. They oh, seem yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at the poster. I mean, it's outrageously obvious that there's only one person of color, but this poster yeah. just makes it even more obvious. All these nice white people. Yeah, it's uh, a real white movie, man. It's outrageously white. <sighs> but I well. mean, and and tapping into that suburban angst. Yeah. Uh, w- white as well. Two thousand six. I mean, it's not like we had tapped into the political climate we're in today. No. I mean, it's a it's a tire fire all around here right now. In 2019, it was it's still awfully bad, but we were kids. Oh, yeah. we were teenagers, so we didn't really know too we much. Were in we were middle of Bush's where, second term. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Obama was about to. He was making his campaign in. trail. Yeah, yeah. I think he just did he. I, he he I announced it post Super Bowl. I only remember that because they expected him to announce it that Super Bowl year in February. Whoa, that's calling a shot, yeah. man! And he, uh, and the Bears were playing that year, and he's from Illinois, and oh. he just said, "I'm here and happy to announce that the Bears are going all the way." And he put his bear cap on, and everybody was like, "God damn it, Obama. are you running or not?" Like, uh, and so yeah, I just remember his post post Super Bowl. And then he said, and so am I. And he turned his hat around <laughs> and said, Obama, 2008. People were like, really? So You're there's one hat that you specially made? I'm Obama. Oh, I can do that. I would love that. That'd be the I'd greatest bit. <laughs> I'm a Bears fan and an Obama's fan. I'd buy it. Yeah, I'm sure. 
Uh, well, James, uh, for those that haven't listened to the podcast, and for shame. you. Don't shame them. <laughs> Don't sure. shame our audience. Uh, well, you can make up for it by what? Listening to the rest of them. No, no. Thank or you for listening. contributing to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash films. Put a call to action in the middle of the podcast. It's more likely to get closings. We appreciate you no matter what. Right. you, you got to stop feeling guilty. you got to milk these people for all they're worth. No. We have three questions that we ask each and every guest regarding yep. their guilty treasures. For accepted, released in 2006, James, we'd like to ask you these three questions. I think you might have already touched on all of these. Probably. Uh, Sorry, first I one was, being, you know, I'm, I, I knew Insider Baseball, so I touched on them. Did you watch this in theaters? I know you watched the trailer. I did. You did? Okay. Yeah. I, By yourself or with your parents? Uh, with friends. This was a friend activity. Uh, I don't know who I saw it with, but I know it was my friends because that was before I had the courage to watch movies by myself, which, by the way, is great. It's amazing. It's wonderful. I love watching and doing things by myself. We're three boys, and we like watching movies completely separate of each other. Yeah. We isolate ourselves, make sure that we have buffer seats so we're separated from anyone else. Yeah. And we just watch movies. In a cold, dark theater separated from the rest of the world. Listen, I, I love it. Eyes fixed a front to yeah. the simulated images. Yeah. I don't mind f- watching it with anybody else, but I do love myself a good one. Yeah. feeling more about the simulated images in front of us yep. than the relationships that we are neglecting to form. Yep. Uh, I can feel more through <laughs> fantasy than real life. Uh, if, you, if you actually listen to what he says, it's just, we're sad. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Aaron, that was the bit. Good job. (laughs) Walking out of the theater going, wow, that movie was good, and then putting the keys in the car and realizing that you only had but the hum of the engine and the isolating feeling that, wow, I could have been making a human connection. I could have been touching another human being. Coming out of the theater saying, huh, that was pretty good. What'd you? But boy, I'm sure glad that I caught Venom at the discount theater. Ah! My therapist was right. Aquaman is fun by myself. Uh. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Jeez, no one is fighting you, right? Listen. Now. Okay, jeez. Except it is great. It, All right, well, that's I been Guilty it. Treasures. <laughs> hot take, hot take. Uh. Well, our first question is, why do you like the specific guilty treasure? You've already answered that question. Yeah. Number two, explain where you initially encountered the guilty treasure. Answer, some theater. Uh, Cinemark uh, Theater in Bowling Green, Ohio, in the Woodland Mall. Cool. Do you have the specific address? Not off the top of my head. Uh, cool. If I remember. My goal is to buy that mall and turn it into Whoa. an arts complex. Wow. Dang. Is it a good mall? No. Okay. It's a dying mall. That's why I want to buy it and turn it into an arts complex. That is a great YouTube channel. <laughs> Dying malls. Dying There's malls. one from where I'm from, Ooh. and it's sad. Oh, I wonder if mine's on there. Yeah, like seriously, look it up. It's really sad. Well, the thing about this mall is like any business that goes there dies yeah. within three years. Yeah, like the, the one that he brought up of where I'm from, all there was was a dollar cinema, mm-hmm. a putt-putt place, Whoa. and a knockoff. Uh, what's the Ann Pretzels or whatever? Pretzel Ann's? Auntie Ann's. Auntie Ann's Pretzels? Yeah, a knockoff of that. Those are the what's only the three. What's the knockoff? A pretzel place that just says pretzel in pink neon, and yeah, it's it's a great series, and he just like it's like a twenty minute clip of where he's just showing you these dying malls, and no, it's, that's okay. No, it's if if you give yourself, nah. <laughs> you, you you're dunking. Makes me sad about it. About what? About the world. About malls that's and fair. how Amazon's taking over, and yet they don't have to pay taxes. So anyway, question, uh, question three. Question three. <laughs> <laughs> what does this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does this guilty? Uh, Aaron, take that cough, amplify it. Uh, oh. <laughs> That's our intro. <laughs> what does this guilty treasure mean to you? Do you cheer yourself up? Use it to feel sad? Remind you of a family member? Get unusually indignant about the education system? What do you use this film for, Jamesy? Uh, well, I use it now to remind myself why I. En- <clears throat> Sorry. Why I enjoy, uh, you know, my thought processes on the education system. Uh, to elaborate, this movie let me, I, I realized rewatching it today, um, it gave me that thing of like, 
no one's going to let me, not let me, no one's going to tell me to learn what I want to learn. I have to do that. So it's essentially what propelled me to be like, okay, I'm going to learn the things I want to do and focus and work hard on that. So, yeah, I use that as a reminder. Yeah. Because the whole thing with, like, the board, I always thought was fascinating. It's like, you can just write whatever you want to learn. And then I realized there's a uh, symbol for life after college. You can just keep learning what you want to learn. Yeah. And that's what I've been doing. It's true. And I think that movie really helped that plant <clears throat> that seed in my head of just, like, yeah, just learn what you want to learn. Do that. Yeah, that life itself is college. Yeah, exactly. It, it's, it's a higher end. And, yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty neat. You know, I, we've we've talked that we watch movies by ourselves. I think we can get a little deep. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I think we can. Um, but yeah, in in that same token, it, it's uh, this movie kind of prepared me, mm-hmm. like in the sense because like, um, my parents laid it on thick. Oh really? They're like, hey, you're you know, college is not an option. Oh. Like I got I got like they they're like, you're product of immigration, you're going. And like this movie kind of scared me. Like whenever yeah. I see like Jonah Hill getting bullied, bullied, and he's miserable, and he's telling himself it's that like that's a great line. Like the I'm it's yeah. the happiest four years of my life, and you're like, is it gonna be like that? And mm-hmm. like you know, junior high Aaron is terrified, and already in junior high they I don't know like did you did you guys feel the pressures in junior high like no college is coming no I ha- was. I always felt pressure ever since I can remember. So yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I always felt pressure, but not for for college. Like yeah, college specifically. I felt everything. I mean, I I felt like I was always being watched and judged. While while okay. I think college always seemed like a thing that was a responsibility for older me. At the same time, I was always hyper cognizant that every single grade that I made would affect mm-hmm. my future. Which yes. college then taught me it's all about how you talk to people. Yeah. Mm. Which is infuriating. Right. Yeah. They're, they're, they're so like, this is going to go in your permanent record oh, and they're yeah. going to see it in college. And they don't they allow just, this in college. They don't. Like, get, they don't, they don't and then care. you show up in college and you're playing ping pong with your professor. Like, it's it's totally different. Play yeah. Ping pong? Yeah, I played ping pong with my professor. Yeah. A lot of people dope. at the four year university uh, smoked a bunch of bowls with my professors. Right. Okay. That's. I mean, cool. I didn't, but because uh, I don't do that. But I know they did. It's a very popular thing in film. Yeah, this is a PG thirteen podcast. <laughs> don't forget, we can't mention weed. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, we'll get fuck. And we can only use well. That's but that's the one. I know. I've said it once already. If you use two, this bumps it up to an R. In which case, we're dinged. We get dinged. Yeah. I don't know from who, but we'll get dinged. Yeah, but yeah, gonna get dinged. So I, I felt that pressure immediately. And because they're like, you're going to go. It's not an option. So this kind of made me even scared and antsy because I didn't want to go. Yeah. Like, I, I – and the thing well, – especially too, in junior high. Yeah, in junior high, I'm like, I just want to, you know, have fun with my friends and play Halo and just, you know, ignore people and stay in my bed. And um, 24 is not very much different. Um, yeah. But yeah. No, it's I – mean, I, I felt those <sighs> pressures and – then, like, for some reason, acceptable was always kind of in the back of my head, like, in mm-hmm. high school. Like, you know, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. College is just like that. And then, um, yeah, it it sucks. College is terrible. Wow. <laughs> well, the, 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 the education system is terrible. Yeah, now yes, I'm I do agree with that. $35,000 in debt, but cool. I got a paper. So. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm – I'm openly not fond about the education system because it. I tend to agree with Lewis Black, even though he's uh, a little over the top. A he's little. in this movie. A little. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying I agree with every word he says, but the crux of it that like the education system's kind of screwing us over. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Uh, but that's about it. And he's the dean, right? Yeah, he's the he's, dean. He's the dean. <laughs> He's just Lewis Black. That's yeah. That's who he is in this and movie. And this was kind of a a raging comeback for him at was the time. It? Well, again, this movie was not a rousing success. Looking at its opening stats, it opened at number five in the box office, behind Snakes on a Plane, Talladega oh. Nights. Ooh. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. third weekend, 
World Trade Center second and Step Ups second week. World Trade Center with uh, Nick Cage? Yeah. Nice. Uh, everyone go check out Trapped in a Cage on Flat Films. Uh, James, YouTube we channel. already did our mid-show call to action. I did like Talladega Nights, though, too. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun one. It's, yeah. a fu- it's a fun flick, man. Jo- anything John C. Riley, I'll watch. That's fair. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. He's in that. Glenn Close is in that movie. The The one MCU person that I keep forgetting is actually in one of these movies is Robert Redford. Yeah. Robert Redford is a villain in Captain America. He is? Yes. Is he Red Skull? No. No. Who is he? Uh, he's Alexander Pierce. Who? The villain of Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I... I haven't seen that one in a while. Sure. I love that movie. It's I a keep good movie. Forgetting that Russo Robert brothers Redford is are great. in that movie. Robert Redford learned how to <coughs> swim in Barton Springs. Sure. The movie that we're talking about today is accepted, released yep. in 2006, directed by Steve Pink. Yep. With Justin Long and Blake Lively. That's right. That's not a reminder for you guys. It's a reminder for us. That's it's right. <laughs> that's right. Because that's how much to talk there is to talk about this movie. Uh, outside of the – well, let's talk about the thing that we've encountered with all the comedies that we've watched so far. Uh, misogyny. That. Yeah, misogyny, rampant misogyny. There's a lot of guys gawking at women. Yes. There's so much. There's so. I kind of feel like at that time, everybody was in agreement that it's a college movie, basically. Is yeah. You had to yeah. have it. No, yeah. But also, don't. Yeah, no, it's gross. not excused. It's just a lot of people are like, well, you, it's. What else are we going to show? Because it's a college, college movie. boys are boys and they go to, they go to look at the girls. It's the go, and there's a whole montage of like, what do you want to learn, or what do you want to do? Girls, 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 girls. It's like, oh my god, shut the fuck up. Sure. <sighs> it's certainly not an anger management level catastrophe. Oh no, no, not even close. But like, another frustrating thing, like the women aren't very well written or rounded. Are you talking about the two women that are in this movie? The two women that are in this movie uh, with the with the w- 20 males? Yeah. That have more speaking lines than the women? Sure, that's fair. Uh, uh one of them is a nerdy bookish type. Yep. Uh who's Rory. Really, who's really funny? Uh she's great and she's been having a great career. I well, mean, let's she, see. she's been like <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. She's just been working just like continually sure. working, she's not like That's a fair. big star. You're right, but like she's just working because I checked it out because like she looks familiar, yeah. uh, and like she's just been working. That's yeah. awesome. You're right. I'll check my bio. She's getting a steady check. She's yeah. getting a steady check. She's great. And then there's also Blake Lively, who, listen, I'm sure she's great, but like no she, character. She's actually had quite the resurgence with yeah, the, uh, thanks to the movie A Simple Favor. Okay. Last year, where a lot of film critics were going. She needs to get nominated for an Oscar for this performance. That's great because this role uh, wasn't a, a <laughs> very well written for her. Because literally all she does is a whole bunch of nothing it's and not, reacting. It's awful. It's terrible. She's lovely. It's yeah. awful. Yeah. It, it's, it's just th- frustrating. It's thankless. She she just swings from guy to guy, and then that's her personality is whatever guy she's with. Yeah. And it's not even because I th- think comedies were about to turn self-aware in regards to the selfish jock type. How uh, do you mean? Let me go to the computer. Have you guys seen the movie Fired Up? Yeah, I remember oh, it. That's two thousand nine. Uh, another <coughs> another nothing movie that really examines gender roles mm-hmm. as well, simultaneously misogynistic, misogynist. And at the same time, going maybe as men we should be better, sure. which is a really interesting dichotomy. Moves at a really lovely pace. It's really funny. Uh, what was I saying something great? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were talking about uh, men being better. Oh, and yes. Comedy turning uh, self-aware. So, uh, of, of course, the main character in that movie falls in love with one of the cheerleaders that he's a cheerleader with. Yeah, uh, but she has a terrible boyfriend but that movie Naturally. so wisely just turns it up to a thousand where it's really clear to everyone that he is an awful person right uh is that the right move though well that's it it works within the context of that film which is a comedy okay um but at the same time 
I, I guess it's just satirizing that trope, but it might be atonal of serving the story. Okay. Lampshading. Yeah, you wrote a blog on it. Yeah, I wrote a blog about it. Good, good piece. Thank you. We're, the movie that we're talking about today is the 2006 film Accepted. With Justin Dr- Long and Blake Lively. Directed by Steve Pink. <coughs> I still enjoy this movie. Yeah, it zips along in a nice pace. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, it's, I mean, it's not super deep, but like it gives the message that it wants to give fairly well. You know, like, do your own thing. Follow your heart. That's that's the moral of the story, is follow your heart. James, no one is arguing with you. And I know. Well, you know what really stinks is the last monologue Justin Long gives at the courthouse, which still made me go, fuck yeah. And I got all tingly inside. Uh, it's just such a great monologue because it's like, yeah, that's how people should live their lives is by following their hearts. Sure. I mean, in a responsible way, yes. Uh, don't go off to Hollywood if you don't have a plan and you're just going to be homeless. That's not smart. But uh, make intelligent, uh, thoughtful steps to the goal you want to reach. Sure. I mean, they didn't cover that in the movie, but follow your heart. I got a completely different thing from the film Accepted. What did you get? I really Mm -hmm. love the film trope of whenever someone is really disappointed or frustrated and someone walks away. Yeah. uh, To which the character that's been walked away from says very softly, Wait. Shit. Oh, sure. That's it. (laughs) I don't understand your point. Uh, So to, if I may demonstrate, with the permission of the court. Uh, Granted. I'll allow. Thank you. Uh, viewer, picture your mind. And by viewer, I mean listener. A listener, picture in your mind uh, myself and James and Aaron having a tense fight in the middle of the rain. Rubble, 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 rubble. Sure. Uh, I'm crying. And uh, we'll, we'll pick it up from here. You guys, wait. We just have to do this one thing. Please don't leave me. No. You've done it enough, Kenny. I'm done. I have had it up to here. I can't take this anymore, Kenny. We gave you one shot and you blew it. Okay? I can make it up! I can make it up! No! You had your chances. Aaron, let's go. Wait, James. Aaron, wait! Don't go! Don't look back. Shit. And scene. That's it. That was good, guys. That was good. We do improv treasures. This is... The film that we're talking about today is the 2016 <laughs> <laughs> Accepted, Accepted with uh, just long and That's four reminders for ourselves. Uh, nothing is especially quotable from this movie outside of maybe a couple of the Glenn quotes. Yeah, it's all Glenn quotes. That's really all I can remember. Would you oh. like to ask me about my, my wiener? Oh, that, was a, that was a big trailer line. Yeah, yeah that, was that was a huge, huge trailer, trailer line. <laughs> I think every teenage boy in this time oh period... Oh my god, guys! <laughs> it's okay. Uh, this literally happened today at work, where I work with children. Uh, someone, a child, drew a picture of a penis. Nice. And put it as groin, and asked, "Does anyone want to see my wiener?" I mean, I had to report him to my boss. <laughs> he had a huge shocking to. But it, uh, that's weird. That the. M- when we're talking about this movie, a kid does that. And that combined two of Jonah Hill's characters. Because Jonah Hill draws penises in Superman. Superman, that's right. Yeah, I he, forgot he about that. He says the line, and uh. that's uh, good for that kid. He's really well-rounded. No, not good. <laughs> <sighs> he knows his uh, apatow. <laughs> yep, he, that's what he's doing. He just wasn't trying to be funny. <laughs> he was just inappropriate. Little asshole. I mean, he's great. He's a wonderful... Child that exudes light, but also good. Actually, it does combine two characters of Jonah Hill's. Sure. But uh, let's leave the super bad one off the table because Jonah Hill plays a literal sausage. And sausage sausage party. party. That's right. Real quick about that movie. Um, Uh, My mother. And again, just to remind you, the film (laughs) that we are talking about today is accepted. Go ahead. My mom thought Sausage Party was going to be a cute cartoon. Oh, it's already. I watched that movie with my parents. And my co-worker who was living with me at the time. Sure. My mom walked out of the theater. She was like, this is not Disney at all, and just walked out. She walked out? Yeah, she just thought it was going to be a cute cartoon, and my poor mother just... 
Just, just, oh, my parents just cracked up at the orgy Nothing but scene. sexual innuendos and my my poor mom. There's also Oh, so, so she missed the orgy. You told your yeah, mom, yeah. right? No, until after she was like, "Have you seen that sausage party?" and I was like, "Wait, what?" Mm. Oh, so she saw it without you. Yeah, there without me. To go, you're aware that this is a hard R. Yeah. Hard R. She yeah. just didn't know. She just saw that the the poster and was like, "Eh, I'll go see it." Oh boy. My poor mom. My parents loved it. Even though I was right next to them. Sure. And Ohio is very sexually repressed. Oof. We never talked about sex growing up. Sure. Ever. Yeah. Are we getting into this? Yeah. Yeah. My parents just I told mean, me who, who they want, bang. We're pretty much done talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've covered Movie. all the bases. Battle Royale. This, this. We've still got. <laughs> we got 13 minutes, uh, folks. Wh- what are other good lines that Glenn says? It's whenever they're all walking into South Harmon. I haven't even touched on what the college is. Oh, yeah. South Harmon of Institute. South Harmon Institute. Technology. The big centerpiece joke of the entire movie. Go shit sandwiches. Yeah. Go shit sandwiches. Your mascot's a sandwich? You guys are literally sit s- shit sandwiches? <laughs> Good mascot. Good mascot. Oh, yeah. It's uh, great. For some reason, Schrader, played by Jonah Hill, makes a functional website. <laughs> uh, well, he had to make it believable so uh, Bartleby's dad would, you know, believe it because he's a hard ass. Sure. Uh, also... Bartleby clearly went through the effort to apply to eight colleges. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't imagine any parents that would be so hard on their child. They're white middle Americans. I under, he applied to eight schools and got eight rejections. It's not like he yeah, wasn't working. It's for not him. good enough. He's a slacker, Kenny. But He's a slacker. If nothing, he didn't goof around in high school, he'd be in college right now. Nothing in the film indicates that he is a slacker. I know it's the opposite. Actually, he just uh, if works anything, really he, hard. Yeah. If anything, he would be rewarded for the charisma that he has, along with the friendships that he's made. Yeah. Along the way. Also, community college is a thing. Trade school's a thing. Yeah. Uh, but not an accepted. Anyway, Schrader no. makes a functional website which sends a litany of acceptance letters. Over 300. Sure, because acceptance is just a click away. Uh, and I yeah, th- literally. Which I'm just kind of breaking my brain going, how would this work? What you, kind of you system? You have to believe in the world, man. Yeah, no. I suspect if I'm not mistaken, it was uh, a website that you could print off to, like in the real world. Oh. Yeah. It was, it was a good bit. It was a good marketing good job, yeah. ploy. Yeah. It was. So 300 kids get accepted, and then Glenn, going back to the initial topic, which is Glenn's quotable line. Sure. Glenn says, hey, that's my ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah. You broke my heart! <laughs> <laughs> that is a great line. That's a, that a great line. It, did he do anything afterwards? Not really. Oh, poor Glenn. Yeah. Because he's really funny in this movie. Uh, really Who funny. is the character? I mean, the actor. Oh, uh, I don't know. His name's Glenn. He seemed like an improv guy to me. He gave me that vibe. Just like improv and sketch. Doing a lot of that. Adam Hirschman. Gang, would you go to the South Harmon Institute of Technology? Are you asking me to be a shit sandwich? Yeah. Would you read The Rag, which is a great name for the newspaper? Uh, No, because it no? seems like it's all partying. Yeah, that's That fair. sounds awful. I mean, Rory didn't party. She was just meditating. I don't meditate. Oh. Okay, yeah, don't go there. I'm not going to. Okay, Aaron? Um, no. All right. Uh, I, I, um, so I'm the only one. I might have done the culinary arts program with Glenn. Yeah. But. With his unstable herbs. <laughs> um, God, he did not do much, man. He did a bunch of spinoffs. He did The Little Dictator. Oh. Bucky Larson. Ugh. Um, I remember him in announced I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I don't. Uh, he was the the stoner that got stuck in the... I really don't remember that movie. Fair. We're, are we watching that at some point? Uh, it's a distinct possibility. Okay. Yeah, it's Adam Sandler. There's <sighs> should a possibility. We, hey, should we announce what next month's theme is? Next week is yeah. going to kick off something big. I mean, yeah. we're we're done talking about except. Oh yeah, there's we're not. really beating a dead horse. At this I point. I really like that movie though. It, yeah, it's fair and I, like it's fine. We're just done. <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> one last thing. Ranking scale. What is it for you, Kenneth? Oh, three. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's why I thought it would be because this movie is. It's functional. Fine. Yeah, it's functional. It 
connects things. <laughs> the logic works. It doesn't make sense if you apply real-world logic, but I don't need my movies to do that. Case in point, Aquaman. This uh, movie is 2006. It's Aquaman. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, do we have a letterbox yet? Not yet. Oh, well, but we're thinking uh, about it. And out, I think we're doing that. Check out our letterbox so you can see the rankings of our movies that we've watched. My man, I'd give this a seventy-four, and I would give it three and a half stars. Out of six, what? I just wanted to be. We different. all we all have our own ranking. I, yeah, I, but I do great. I do. Uh, yours makes sense. Mine makes sense. There can be six stars. What the heck can you do with a six star? I'm rating? giving it one Michelin star. There we go. Oh Which is pretty big. Wow. To get a Michelin star is mm. huge. I'm gonna give a, a sideways thumb. Ooh, you're yeah. going gladiator. All right. Yeah. It's uh yeah so Glenn Wads, it's uh, oh we're done with it um but yeah we're we're kicking off something new we're getting we're having a very special guest next week. Oh, our fan. Oh yeah, I'm cutting that out. <laughs> it's our fan. Our fan. We have a fan coming because we're, cool cool. <clears throat> we're, 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 we're a cool podcast. Cut out. Cut out. We're we're cool podcast. Cut that out. We're cutting it out. It's cut been cut out. Uh, but what's the theme for April? What's the theme for April? We titled it right. Unlikely Heroes April. Yep, that's Unlikely right. Unlikely Heroes April. And we've got a bunch of movies. Should we announce the movies we'll so they can watch? With people, us? Yeah, people can watch around with us. Next week is Miss Congeniality. Mm, classic. Great film. Uh, they filmed some of it in San Antonio, so it's kind of homegrown. Oh, that's Texas? right. Uh, Texas. Good old Texas. Oh, my gosh. And then after that, oh my gosh. I believe it's, it's the month. Barbie movie. It's a big month. Oh. Uh, and keep, then after that, keep going. I believe, I forget what's called. Almost Heroes? Almost Heroes, that's right. And then after that. Oh! That's Magic Mike XXL. Episode, episode 25. Bow, we bow, got there. Bow, We're getting bow, there. It's bow, Kenny's bow, Guilty Treasure movie bow, to bow, end bow. April. Uh, we should just change it to Countdown to Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's Unlikely Heroes, Kenny. I haven't seen it, and I'm waiting for that week uh, to see it. I'm calling it Countdown to Magic Mike. My, uh, you guys can brand it however you want. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'll make my own assets. Thank you very much. Uh, the film we did talk about was accepted, released in 2006, <laughs> <laughs> directed by Steve Pink. We we got we got like five minutes left in the studio. <laughs> yeah, How, how's it going? <laughs> you know, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> this is the I'm still episode. I'm still looking for a we job. Just finished so fast. <laughs> this movie just it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's, this is this is the epitome of what a three is. You can. Oh my god. We're not mad at it and we have nothing If I worked on a half star scale, which I don't. But you do have a half star ranking. It w- I do have a half star ranking, but that's say for very special occasions. But if this would be a solid 2.5 out of 5, just right down the middle. But I don't. Where would you compare this so to um, other 2.5s if you were to do half point scales? Oh man. Just so we have a base of comparison. I feel like I've watched a bunch of recent 2.5. Let me pull out my letterbox account. Why don't you just make a 2.5? You already have. I feel like heathen. All right. But you do 0.5s, which throws off the scale. It's not an even number now. But if you have a 2.5. Hold on. Let me turn my phone off. It evens out. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not a heathen. You're you're making it difficult for yourself. I'm not making it difficult. It makes sense. I introduced a half-star system where I can rate things one and a half stars. Four and a half stars. Then I'm operating on a ten point scale. There's too many variables then. Kenny, live your best life. Be your own South Harmon Institute. I do live my best life. Get off my tail. He said he watches movies by himself. I How much better could you be? I watch movies by myself. And I like it. Seriously, it is very underappreciated. It's so great. It's even better because have you I don't eaten have dinner to by yourself. Yeah, yeah I did it great. today. Oh, God, yeah. it's great. You ate dinner early. Good for you. Well, because I don't want to eat it late. I'm a lady. Yeah, I, I am too. I'm a lady. Yeah, I'm a lady. That's just how I grew up. Because yeah, I, be I was doing stuff. Yeah, I would. Like, no, I'm hungry. Yeah, you're going to tighten this up. Oh, it'll be tightened up. But Or we could just fill with banter. Um, What's that? Banter. You know, it's something that you hang no, over um, to welcome people. A what? banter. Why would I welcome people? A I welcome like banter. alone. <laughs> God. I don't like interacting with anyone. Activating. I just want to watch movies by myself. <laughs> In the dark. Can I get paid for that, please? 
I mean, one day we will. Oh, they did announce Avengers runtime. Oh, yeah. How long is Three that? Three hours and tw- two minutes or 21 minutes? That's seven hours too short. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. It's three hours and two minutes, I believe. Did they, who said it was seven hours too short? Uh, it, um, I did. Kenny. Oh, did. just Kenny. That's your own original thought. Yeah. They Yeah, yeah make it a series. Uh, the, Here we go. Kenny, are Movies? you excited for Endgame? Oh, yeah. Am I going to be disappointed? Probably. What? What? I really hated Infinity War. I know you did. Should That's why I'm Infinity asking. Infinity War on here? Uh, it's not a guilty pleasure. It's yeah, a, too it's many a, people it's like it. It's a runaway blockbuster. Okay, yeah. fair. <clears throat> to answer your question of what I would consider 2.5 movies. Sure. If I operate on a 2.5 scale. That's Aaron's question. Which before. I don't. James, to answer your question. Nope. Should you, though? <clears throat> yes. The Sierra Burgess is a loser. I never saw it. Solid 2.5 movie. Sure. Very accepted levels. Uh, Corpse Bride? Never saw that. Okay. <laughs> that either. Solid 2.5. Tron Legacy would be a 2.5. Okay. Yeah. I get that. But does the soundtrack bump it up to a three because of its laps? Soundtrack is uh, to steal James's system. Six stars. That's right. <laughs> uh, boy, I watched a lot of Star Wars movies last month. By a lot of them, I mean. You watched the entirety of it. Yeah, I watched a, a lot weekend. of them. And a weekend. Yeah. It's a lot. He's not long. You don't, I, I, you I don't watch. You don't watch Clone Wars though. Yeah. Not the series. Yes. You watch the series. Not the whole series. Oh, I was like. I watched the first series, not the CG series. The first series. Good lord. I thought they were both CG. Begin the Tartakovsky Clone Wars cartoon. You didn't know that there was another cartoon before the Clone Wars? What are you talking about? There's. Oh my gosh, you don't know about this. What are you talking about? This is the best thing that came out of the prequels, hands down. Yeah, uh, it's the show of Anakin turning evil. Which it was on Cartoon Network. Which Clone Wars are you talking about, James? Are there two? Yes. What? Yes. It has like 3D-ish animation? No. What? Yes. Between 2002 and 2005, George Lucas commissioned Gendy Tartakovsky, creator of such things as Dexter's Laboratory, Samurai Jack, and other cartoons on what? Cartoon Network. So that means Let me finish. I can't. James? I don't understand. In a strange universe, Aquaman and Boba Fett are brothers. Yes. What? Uh, so, uh, George Lucas commissioned these three-minute short episodes to be released on Cartoon Network during network play. Uh-huh. Directed and overseen by Gendy Tartakovsky. Okay. The reason that he did this is because toy sales for episode two were so lackluster. Sure. So, George Lucas went, I need something. So, Gendy Tartakovsky created a series of ten three-minute episodes, maybe 20? I don't know. Uh, no, we got one be, minute left. Uh, this is critical. James. <laughs> You've got a minute. You've come this far. Sure. Uh, and they're so stylish. They're so slick. Uh, the Jedi are so cool. Everything is so wonderful. What Star Wars should be. Yes. Um, and then they can. It was so good because it only ran for two seasons. Um, that they commissioned another season of what, 12-minute episodes as well, Uh, which is that third season is the prologue for episode three, but animated. Huh. I can't believe you haven't seen this. No. Uh, Aaron, if that's boring, cut all of that out. No, it's not. It's it's interesting. How would you know? You were sleeping in the corner. Well... I, sorry that I'm exhausted, oh, I don't, James. I don't like 2.5 movies. <laughs> Bring us to each other's throats. <laughs> but I uh, think you've listed enough of them off where it deserves its own spot. No, it's a three. Kenny, do your own thing. Uh, do you want to end us? Sure. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Guilty Treasures on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Podbean, and wherever else podcasts are heard. And if your review is particularly good, we'll read it on air because we're not above it. Also, you can contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com slash flatfilm, where you can get exclusive content related to the podcast and other hot content from our parent company, Flat Films. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MyMagicLesson, on Letterboxd at Kenny Madison is cool. That's my handle, as well as my website, KennyMadisonIsCool.com, where I just published an article about how you need to stop lampshading in comedy. Mm-hmm. Aaron, where can people mm-hmm. find you? Mm-hmm. You can find me at Laughing Panda uh, everywhere except for Twitter. It's Laughing Panda 5 You can find me on Austin Amateurs, and you can find me on YouTube 
uh, at House Amateurs, and you can find me on Z Facebooks uh, at Aaron Salinas. That's my last name. And you can find me at Flat Films on all social media. That's it. Don't look me up on Facebook. Good bit, guys. This was good. Yep. Excellent. James, take us home. Uh, don't forget to dig up those guilty treasures and let them shine. Thank you. We did it. <sighs> yeah, we had a 15-minute podcast that stretched out to an hour. <laughs> Listen, it was a solid 30 minutes. <laughs> it was, I mean, that, that might have been the shortest synopsis. I think it was two, three sentences. Yeah, because I'm efficient with my sentences. <laughs>